Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. Oh my god, I, I almost just sneezed and then I swallowed it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say yeah? Ben, your bodily function. I know. Why did I say yeah? It's because Abba and I are both masters of our own body, so you get it. Yeah. And Abba, you're supportive to the end. Exactly. Truly. That's the tea. That's the tea. What is up? Oh my ben? god. Well, you? okay, I gotta say. Give me yes. that give me that vaccine, please. <laughs> Listen, as soon as they said, I saw an article that was like, could the vaccine uh, be in mouthwash? Oh, like, did you see those articles? I was oh, like, yeah. if mouthwash has been the trick this whole entire fucking time. Well, I guess it's not exactly <laughs> mouthwash. It's an ingredient that's in mouthwash yeah. and not all mouthwashes contain it. And you have to do it 30 minutes after Whoa. you've been exposed to COVID, which is impossible to know. Oh, so. But yeah, it's nice that, I mean, multiple companies are like, we have the vaccine, so. That is so gorgeous. And you know yeah. what? I think the Nostalgique family should be the pioneers, the first ones to get the vaccine. The first ones to take it? The first ones to take it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Y'all can take it first. I'm going to see what happens. See if y'all grow, I'll take grow any first. extra limbs. <gasps> Aiden, then... would you really? I'll take it first. Oh, of course. Aiden. Have y'all heard? Someone was talking to me. They were like, what if something bad happens? And I'm like, how much worse can it get? <laughs> I mean, but... Does it grow me an extra arm? Because then I could have an arm that just, it just holds coffee. <laughs> and that's all a gay that's all a gay means you know what i'll know it's a good vaccine if it's overwhelmingly white people taking it first like white yes. people who are like middle class upper middle class because if yes. they're like hey if they all of a sudden roll up into like a black neighborhood and they're like uh reparations in vaccine form then i know no. that it's something bad no, no i know no. that it's something bad if they give it to black people first so no that's absolutely right like they we all need to be we all need to look out for each other in that regard we need to see mm -hmm. which which demographics which neighborhoods they're pandering to because i did you see that alarming infographic that's been going around of like it's um it's like a graph that shows like your your yeah. income and how that like affects whether or not yeah. you have COVID, essentially, it's and essentially, really surprise, surprise, the low, the less money you make, the more likely you're gonna get COVID. More likely, because so, you have to be a frontline worker. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I keep saying I'm gonna kill myself on the steps of Queens Park if mm -hmm. Doug Ford does not get his shit together and lock the motherfucking city down. <gasps> Truly. Fuck your rich Did you little see friends. Him? Did you see him, Abba, get mad? About what? What did he get mad about? He, that stupid bitch. He went back to doing his like angry dad vibes. Um, I will I literally it was slap today him. Or yesterday. I, he like oh, went on I camera. He's like, I've had enough. I've I had, had enough. enough. I'm done. Yeah. I'll beat him up. He's a better actor than Justin Trudeau, though. I'll give him that. Like, uh, yeah. Justin Trudeau is going down tomorrow. Yeah, I think so too. I was in it a group chat that was like. People are literally getting, yeah. Wait, say that again. No, I was like, people are getting infected at incredibly stupid rates. Yeah. It's really scary. He has mm -hmm. to lock it down. How many group chats are we all in where there are people who are still being like, brunch? Question mark? Oh, no, you know what I'm I mean? Like, I'm in a couple of chats where people are still like, oh, it's supposed to be nice out. And I'm like, 
I'm like, girly, no. Yeah. Like now's not no, your moment. You know what no, I? You know I'm what really... I always think about is in, dra- in is in Drag Race Canada. Wait, was this in Drag Race Canada? I don't know. What happened when someone got eliminated and someone else was crying more and they were like, this is not your moment? Our guest is nodding his head. Oh, my God. Okay. In an unprecedented pre-introduction, Cody, please just quickly tell me what who said who said it. It was Alona Verley was crying. Yes. Yes, Alona Verley was crying, and it was Tainomi Banks who was getting eliminated, mm-hmm. right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. yes. Miss Tainomi. <laughs> oh yeah, and Tainomi was like, <laughs> she was like, this it. is not, yeah. this is not your moment. And I feel like the people who still want a patio, it's like they are the Alona Verleys, like crying, and yes. we're like, okay, I get it, you're upset, but like, this is not your moment. Like it's yeah, just not. Exactly. And you could like Alona, please cry off camera, cry quietly to yeah. yourself as Tainomi. And I think in this situation, Tainomi's frontline workers. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or maybe Tainomi's COVID <laughs> herself. And, oh, no. <laughs> but either way, it's Tainomi's moment, not yeah. Brunch. Not yes. Exactly. Tainomi is the lockdown. Tainomi's yes. the lockdown. Yes. Yeah, it's her moment. Oh my god, Tainomi better. What if they do an All Stars Canada? Tainomi should be on All Stars, for sure. Oh, hands down, all the limit every like literally every girl from the first season. I truly like, said like the second season of Drag Race Canada can just be all the girls from the first season again, and I yeah, I would be happy. I'll watch it. I'd be thrilled. I'll watch it. I'm like, give I'll me more it. of Jimbo. Give me more of Alona. Yes, give me more of an- yes. Anastasia. I mean, yes, more of Anastasia. Oh, um, I love her. I think they all had such great, like, fully-fledged personalities before they got on the show. And none of them were like... Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, bitch, you're putting on... Like, you were never like this before you got to the show. No. Like, I, yeah. I always see that on on RuPaul's. Like, with... What's her name? The one that loved weed a lot. The Miley Laganja. I hated Laganja. Because <laughs> it was clear... It was clear she was putting on yeah. this facade of, like, I'm Truly. I'm a pseudo-black girl who loves to smoke weed. Yeah. It was really weird. But none of the girls in um, All-Stars, or in first season, see, I already see them as All-Stars. None <gasps> yes. of the girls in the first season. It's also with uh, the Ganja, so many people were like, like oh, she's she's using all this lingo. And it's like, she's just, like, using, like, ballroom lingo, but saying it so yeah. obnoxiously yeah. that, like, yeah. it, like, hits your, it's not, like, fun to hear. Like, her being like, it's mama. Is like, yeah. But I, I think like, that everyone, like, Laganja, I mean, obviously it's, like, a satire of it, but she's, like, truly, like, the archetype of, like, the white gay who <gasps> speaks in tongues, essentially. Yes. <laughs> like, she's not saying anything, but she's, like, Go off queen, work, wig. Wig. Okay, <laughs> boots the house down, mama. <laughs> I will say, though, Laganja as a character study is yep. brilliant. Like, her cr- like her meltdown, and then when she stormed out, being like, somebody pick up my nail, because I'm a fucking disaster. Like, that, like, Shakespeare could never write something like that. What? what is it? When Laganja <laughs> had her breakdown on Drag oh. Race, and then shut up, Laganja. <laughs> Adore Laganja. <laughs> I was not trying to make it like everyone was attacking you. That's that's Aiden. No, Adore that's, Delano. <laughs> Adore, that's me. That's me when people um come for family dick. My <sighs> name is Adore Delano, and I'm a fucking Libra. I'm. I wanted to be a Libra after that. Don't know. They're no, insane. Yeah. <gasps> oh, is our a Libra? <gasps> oh <laughs> my god! I the way our guest's eyes just snapped just open. Snapped that, so wide. That was the face crack of the century. If we're speaking in drag race terminology, <laughs> I've never seen our guest. <laughs> I've 
I mean, truly, he was so hurt. I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> Cody's a phenomenal person. So obviously, not all Libras are insane. And, I'm sorry. And you know what? The exception exists to prove what? The rule. Mm-hmm. And Cody mm-hmm. is, of course, an, an exception. Oh now, my. I would just like to break the fourth wall <laughs> by acknowledging that in a previous episode, I said that I love when Ben backpedals, but I would like to add to that Hall of Fame, <laughs> Abba's now famous backpedal. <laughs> I, do, I do love a backpedal. Abba could teach a backpedaling spin class. Listen, I have never, I, I, I'm shocked that no one picked up on how much I backpedal on this podcast. <laughs> it's beautiful. But I think like that, like you have, to, especially when you're talking, like talking this much is like not mm-hmm. hugely normal. And mm-hmm. after a while, like <laughs> your brain is just going to be like, it's like, especially you're talking about one topic and your brain is spinning, 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 spinning. spinning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm saying stuff where I'm like, Ben, what on earth? Yeah. And I listen back and I'm like listening to myself talk about something with such agency. And mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you have no idea what you're speaking mm-hmm. about. When, exactly. When people, when people like, will, like criticize or are like, Abba, that's wrong. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's a backpedal. I have to yeah. <laughs> and I will say though, backpedaling. Is better than doubling down. That's true. <laughs> Which we are both known to do. Okay. Doubling down is definitely backpedaling is the more mature, grown-up thing to do. Mm-hmm. Doubling down is mm-hmm. definitely because <laughs> we can't all be right. But you know? if oh, and this dub- podcast is world famous for both, it's world famous. For, <laughs> it's equal parts both. But I will say when when doubling down works, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. You know? I'm trying to think of yeah. something. You always double down on family dick. Like you, we like no one can tell you otherwise. I need to say, I truly. It sounds like I have a porn addiction. I really don't watch Family you Dick don't. a lot. You ha- really don't. Have I watched Family Dick? Absolutely. Like with with more of a sociologist a curiosity. Like okay, more. That's what through, we all say. Through a professor's it's lens, it's research exactly. Like no, I'm fully clothed. If anything, I'm in a lecture hall. Oh, shut up. A lab coat. You watch Family Dick. You watch Family Dick through a microscope. (laughs) You know what? I'm actually so excited for this episode. I'm so excited that Cody's here because uh, Cody just naturally puts everyone in such a good mood. Such good people would be around. Um, Truly. You definitely know Cody from... Uh, Sonar, because he's a co-host of Spooked Podcast, Iconic. the beloved um, spooky improv uh, podcast that I'm, I've am i been on. Ben, I'm sure you've, you've been on as well. I've been on um, a handful of times, I must yes. say. <laughs> yes, I've been on twice now. It was amazing. Always a good, great, fun experience. So funny. Definitely check that out. Um, because we definitely stand that podcast. Yes, and on yeah. socials, you could find him at Co Crane on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, and mm-hmm. oh my God, he is destined to pop up on television yes. streaming so services. Keep your eyes so peeled. keep your eyes peeled. He also just a beloved person in the community. Yeah. I'm gonna say it, yeah. beloved person, and we have a connection through my oldest childhood friend Cody, and we'll talk about that later. Oh. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Please welcome to your squeaky clean, gorgeous ears, Mr. Cody Cray. Libra in the house. <laughs> oh no! Glad you two doubled away. down. I'm... Walk us through. Walk us through how you were feeling in that moment, Cody. Yes. Um, no. I was really ins- uh, insulted. I opened my eyes really wide, and then I looked at my screen and saw how blue my eyes were, and then I got over it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, those are nice. 
They're very blue, especially because you have darker hair, so it really pops. Thank you. Now the compliments are coming in, and I'm feeling a lot better. Gorgeous Libra eyes. But for (laughs) listeners, truly, we all... When you're in a four-person Zoom meeting and someone yeah. who's not talking just makes a facial expression <laughs> that halts the conversation, you know that it was... It, it was powerful. It was powerful. There was a lot was of emotion. You were, it was uh, genuine shock. Like, you had never... It's almost as if you had never heard anybody say anything negative about Libras before, I, as far as you were concerned. I had never. Honestly, I had never. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on positivity right yes. now. Yes. I have heard that people with their Venuses in Libra are the best people to date or be friends with because they are very, like, affectionate. Like, they give a lot. And they're very, like, um, they have, like, a charm about how they, like, date and about how they, like, have friends. I've heard that's a main positive trait about Libras. I always use charming. Charming's always a word that's thrown around. And Cody? I am very charming. one thing. You, of course you are. (laughs) Also, can I just say, I think you're, like, the only person that I know who can, like, rock, like, a side shave. Yeah, you have gorgeous hair. It's, like, shaped up as well. Like, it looks fucking good. I like it. Thank you. I really like it. Also, if I'm not mistaken, that fade was touched up recently. It looks crisp. It It looks lovely. Last week, got it done. I knew it. Mm -hmm. I knew it. Nice. I knew it. I I always wanted to have long hair, but my hair's so Mm -hmm. thick and it goes poofy. Mm -hmm. So this is the only way I can have long hair. And it helps with the acting. They just put it in a hat and then they're like, oh, look, he has short hair now. (laughs) Oh, that's I'm happy that you said that, though, because every time I'm doing, I'm going to use this as evidence. Because every time I'm doing an audition or a show and, like, my headshot is, like, my hair from, like, a few years ago, which is basically the same look except without bangs, people will be like, that's not the same hair. Oh, we don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm like, buy a wig or put me in a fucking hat. It really doesn't matter. And it's not that hard. You're getting paid thousands of dollars to do this job. Please (laughs) use your head. You know what I mean? So it's good that they just throw it up in a hat. And I'm assuming, like, none of them are black either. None of the hairstylists? Oh, never. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. It's like, that is so... I mean, recently there was like that petition going around to get Ontario beauty schools to teach how to style mm-hmm. 4C curls. And I mean, obviously, I, I'm i not a black woman. I don't, I'm don't. i not a black mm-hmm. person. I don't have black hair. But I was just... It was mind-boggling to be like, okay, this is like such a huge industry of beauty. It's mm-hmm. like, and they're not educating on how to do no. like... Maybe even like yeah. half of the people that they're eventually going to style. It's so stupid, and it's definitely this thing where, like, every time I show up in, like, one of these rooms, they'll be like, I'll be like, an option is always to put me in a wig. I don't want anyone to touch my natural hair. Y'all are going to fuck it up. Yeah. And they always put me in the stupidest Whitney Houston wigs. <laughs> like, the stupidest 80s uh. era Whitney Houston wigs. And they're like, it looks good, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to FaceTime every black person I know just so you can hear them laugh. Yeah. Just so you know that this is not the way to go. Like, it's really sad. Oh, my God. But I digress. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for who we're talking about today. Mm. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about this artist. All I know is that from the year 2002, no, 2000, all the way to 2008, I was shaking my ass. Uh. Profusely. <laughs> Profusely. That, I mean, well, that, I mean, the, the song that we, we'll, we'll sit, wait to talk about, but I think we all know the song. Oh, hell yeah. That was like, I mean, that was a moment of sexuality. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. It really was. But this, really our guest has also campaigned 
to speak about this artist and has actually threatened, mm-hmm. right? I <laughs> yes. yes. I had to yes. come on this podcast myself to get this topic. <laughs> I have messaged, I have been upset, I've been waiting to hear it, and I had to come on myself to hear about Nelly and the Saint Lunatics. This is what it's come to. <laughs> Yes, yes, and this is a great this is a great lesson for nostalgic listeners. Is if if you want some if you want change to be yes. made, and if this is for podcasts, it could go for government, anything. You got to make that change happen yourself. You got to make the change happen yourself. And I'll be honest, I like I said, I don't know a lot about Nelly and the Saint Lunatics. When I saw Saint Lunatics, I was like, the who? Like, who well, that's the thing. I had never that was never a part of my. It was always just Nelly. The, they're yeah, my favorite. Yeah, part. always Nelly. <laughs> because the Saint Lunatics are like mm. they're always in Nelly's music videos, but we yeah. don't really know them. We hear I think yeah. in a couple songs you hear Murphy Lee's name. That's the only name out of the Saint mm. Lunatics you hear. <laughs> but and is Murphy Lee like the lead? Is he like the head lunatic? Nelly's the lead of the Saint <laughs> Lunatics. Well, I yeah, mean, like yeah. it's out of the lunatics. Like there's Nelly. Yes. Then there's the Saint Lunatic. Is is the one who's named? Is he like? Is there a hierarchy among? Them? I don't know. I know that like Murphy Lee, you hear his name in the songs, and then the band aid on Nelly's cheek is to represent one of them in the Saint Lunatics that had ten years of prison. So, <gasps> oh really? Yeah. You know what? That's really interesting because my babysitter in grade one told me. I went, why does Nelly always have a band aid? And my babysitter told me that it's because he um, cut himself and left it there because it was becoming a look. People were copying him. So now we know the truth. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I always assumed it was like to cover up a scar. No, he got rid of it after after the person came out of prison. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people worry about Nelly now. But if you think Nelly's bad <laughs> off, like the Saint Lunatics have to be like ten <laughs> times worse. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Do you remember when people were streaming his music like overwhelmingly? <laughs> like people were streaming his music overwhelmingly because he they they somebody claimed that he was going bankrupt and in order to pay for shit he had to get money from uh, Spotify. So everyone was streaming his music. But then he came out and he was like, "No, that was never the case." So we just gave Nelly free money out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, for him. Good. I mean, yeah, you're welcome, Nelly. Yeah. Also, so the Saint Lunatic that went to jail for ten years was City Spud. <gasps> City Spud. City Spud. But of course, yes. famous City Spud. He, <laughs> he was sentenced to ten years imprisonment for armed robbery. Oh, oh no. City Spud. City Spud. <laughs> wow. I wonder how he's doing now. I wonder where he is now. Prison Spud. Oh. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Cancel! That was bad. That was bad. I almost changed to sit to prison potato. <laughs> but that sounds like that sounds like a derogatory. Like, oh, you lazy prison potato. You know, like a couch, you know, couch potato. Doesn't it doesn't abolish suck. all prisons? <laughs> but wait, was he? So like, was he part of the Saint Lunatics and then got went to jail, or was yeah. prison? Oh, and then that sucks. Imagine, imagine like you start off with a group and you're like, we're going to be famous. Everyone loves us. And then you go to jail and then your group is like doing like numbers. Like people are 
huge fans of this group and you're still in jail and you just have to watch it. That really fucks I wonder if that gave you... Imagine Baby Spice went to jail. (laughs) Literally, like, like, imagine that. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like when... um, It wasn't JT who went to jail. You guys know City Girls, right? No. Who's... It's JT and... Oh my God, why am I forgetting my good sis's name? Jatovia. Is Miss Jatovia City Girls... I, I know JT the most because she's friends with um Santana and I love Santana. Oh. Um, <laughs> J- yeah, so it was JT who went to jail apparently. Young Miami and JT. JT went to jail, and um they were still making music. I think some of it was like stuff that they had pre-recorded, but I'm like, were they doing a vibes cartel thing or like a Rick Ross thing where? like someone would call and they would just like spit their verse into the telephone did you guys hear oh that? my god no is that like a i thing? love that that's, that's what genius Cartel would do he'd call his like friend or whatever and like sing into the telephone and be like this is the, a new song that i want you to put out i would just sing the song oh so my god so he was god. still making money in jail that's like genius it's genius right oh my god Again, so guys if, if any of us go to go to jail we could still record nostalgique over a series of months so when when, so when i go to maximum security prison um we could still i'll be like here's aiden here's what i want to say i want to say something about family day i want to say something about bionicles and the end bionicles Oh man, Cody! What what was the first song you ever heard by Nelly in the same? Um, yes. Ooh, yeah. It was definitely. It had to have been hot in here, like. Mm, yes. Because Nellyville song, was yeah. the CD of two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. opinion, it really was. I agree. With um, you. <laughs> but also for the the jail thing too. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that Snow recorded Informer from jail. <gasps> no, this is great. You're killing me right now. You're I'm kidding. pretty sure. Why did Snow go to jail? Do we know why? I. Hey, then. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> That is wild. I do have a. I met Snow, and I do have a story about it. <gasps> Please tell it. When did you meet? Um. Okay. So my one friend. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh what was God. the <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it was attempted murder. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, who 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 did Snow try to murder? Summer. Oh my god, he went to jail for <laughs> attempted murder? Oh my god, that's... Yeah. No? Infama? Pseudo ska snow? Oh my god. I thought it would be like armed robber, like something like, I need to survive, but like... Wait, let me make sure I'm looking up the right person. I'm worried that it's just like the weather sent to jail. <laughs> I, I think that's him. Um, I, it's got to be him. I know that he went to jail, yeah. and I'm pretty sure yeah. that yeah. he recorded Informer or like wrote it or something while he was in jail. And So this is a, a song that comes from the heart. Yeah. Thing. Well, the music video, <sighs> he's set in the prison cell for the music video. True. True. 
Oh my god. Okay, so what's your story of when you met Snow? I'm re- I really wild. need to know this. Okay, so I was loosely a part of a movie, and it was when I first moved to Toronto. It was premiering okay. at, like, the off TIFF, you know? Like, it was at, like, the mm-hmm. Carlton mm-hmm. Cinema or whatever. So wow. this movie um, was being thought about for a TV show, and basically one of the characters, uh, his characteristic was that he is obsessed with Snow. Like, that's his favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they brought Snow in to come and watch the movie. And then we got invited to the after party after. And I was like, as a kid, I had the Snow single. Like I was such a big fan of the song Legal, if you remember that one. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I do. It's like, uh. Legal, tender and fine. (laughs) She picked my pocket, but committed no crime. Um, so oh, I, I was start, I've never, I've met a good amount of celebrities from my time in Vancouver and like going to TIFF mm-hmm. and everything, but I've never been starstruck mm-hmm. until the moment I met Snow. Um, oh, cause it was God. so weird and a person I thought I would never meet. So I oh, immediately said to my friend, I'm like, I got to talk to Snow. And he's like, yeah, for sure. He's a nice guy. You can go over and talk to him. So I went over to him. And so here's Snow. He's sitting on a a couch surrounded by women for some reason. I don't know. Like, this is this is 2013, 2014. Like, he is way past relevance. Exactly. Wow. He's more relevant now. Even. Yeah. I I didn't understand. But anyways, he's surrounded by women. He has two guys with him. They're all wearing the same vest. Snow says vice president. One guy said prospect, and another guy didn't have any patch on the front. So the other two guys, they had the logo of, like, the biker gang on their back. And finally, Snow went up. uh, He got up, and I saw the back of his jacket, giant snowflake. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. This is insane to me. So I said, like, a couple <laughs> things to him. I was like, hey, I uh, used to love you. Like, I had your single and stuff. And he was like, okay, yeah. great. And then looked at one of the women was like, dance with him just to get me away from him. And then... What? And then she did. She did and and <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but... Cody, this is this insane. Is insane. <laughs> this story is insane. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god, what are the chances of anything like that ever happening? That is wild. Like you <laughs> and the fact that he was like, Lady, go dance with him. Yeah. And this <laughs> And she did. This is a party that like had uh Keanu Reeves was there, uh Scarlett Johansson oh was there, and Snow oh yeah, had yeah. this entourage. Oh my god. That's incredible. So it it feels like culty. There's cult vibes there. The fact that he was wearing yes, the vests the vests feel very culty, and mm-hmm. you know when you told me how told me told all of us, but when, but, but Cody, this you really speaking to me? Yeah, when you it, said was this, just the man, it was just for you. It was just the the man with the vest that had no badge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, guess what? He hasn't earned it. He's gonna get it. Yeah, like they he need has to, exactly. So he has to dance with ten women before he can get the snowflake. 
the start. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that he only gave himself vice president. Yeah. Well, uh, someone else. It must be a genuine gang. Like, this has to be an actual yeah. biker gang. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. For and, sure. And Snow has not worked his way to the top yet. <laughs> but who's the president? I need to know. Like, this is insane. We, Cody stands up to use the bathroom. He's the president. Yeah, I got it. We see it on the back of his shirt. So <laughs> like, guess what? I did dance with her, and then I worked my, and then ever since then, I worked my way to the top. Hard work pays off. my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven years. I'm finally the president. Oh, that is such an incredible, and he wasn't there, he wasn't in the movie, he just came to see it. Yeah, no, he just came to see it because they were thinking about putting him in, like, a TV version if it got picked up. A TV version. Okay. Did you ever... Was it Snow who had, like, a renovation show on No, it's Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice! Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is funny. He is He always pops up and, like... He popped up in like a Netflix movie. I was what was it? It was like an Adam Sandler movie. LOL. I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. my boy. Um, <laughs> and the scariest movie I ever watched. <laughs> that's my. Oh my god! Is that the one with incest? Uh, yep. Okay, I'm sorry. Incest, I truly sound obsessed. And like a child. Okay. I, sex with a child. I obsessed. Ben, how did you bring it back to family? <laughs> I literally because that's just the one thing I know about. Because it's it's the dad from like um it's the dad from like Parenthood or whatever the dead dad from Parenthood has like an incestuous yeah. relationship with Leighton Meester, his sister. I know, I yeah. know that I in the movie, is that oh, twisted? Um, That's so twisted. Andy Samberg, why'd you do that movie? <laughs> oh my god! But Andy Samberg could do any the movie video, to me. The video I sent you today. Oh my god! Abba. And drinking a Coors Light like a scumbag. I'm like his gross, like kind of stubbly, and his hair is kind of stubbly, greasy. Like, it is, it's we love messy. Andy Samberg. Like, oh, you nasty, nasty boy! Okay, nasty, but a clean booty is what I definitely expect. Oh, I know he has Truly. a clean ass, and I know he probably likes to get his ass ate. Definitely. One hundred percent. Um, and I'll do it. Okay. Uh, oh man. Okay. We'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> well, we'll do it. <laughs> Sonar, get Nelly. on it. Okay. Um. <laughs> so what, what attracted you to Nelly? Like why? I know that as a kid, I loved Nelly because I was like, I just want to dance. Like mm-hmm. my, my mom would put it on and be like, dance for us. And like, I do my stupid little dance. But were you listening to it? And like, and like musically being like, whoa, this is innovative. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> like Nelly was just genuinely great to me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I... I don't know. I I've always loved everything Nelly. Like when mm-hmm. um I think he did a country song at one point. I was even on he board did. with that. Florida Georgia line. Uh he's <laughs> yeah. in Adam Sandler movie too, Longest Yard. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. And yeah, he does yeah, like yeah. the Who complete soundtrack for it. No yeah. way. Yeah, he plays yeah. like the running back on the team. And he did a good job. Nice. He did a good mm-hmm. job in that movie. I every time I think of Nelly, I think of the hot in here video because that video was iconic. Mm-hmm. That song was oh iconic, and I, it's so weird to be like I heard that song the most as a child, and like mm-hmm. it's truly the most like adult song I could think of of that time. Yeah. But so catchy, and like as know, a kid, I remember being like, so I don't know what this means, but like it's getting hot in here, and I will take off all my clothes. Yeah. And I remember really wanting to be the video girl. I can't remember her name, but she was really famous at that time. Video girls were, like, paramount to a music video back in the day. And, like, if you were a video girl, like, 
you were her white tank top her white tank top yeah. iconic and like her wearing like that blue like bikini top when she starts taking <gasps> off her clothes i was like i'm gonna be her oh, when yeah. i grow up like she was so cool um i another iconic nelly video though is um uh the one that he did with dilemma the dilemma. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Dilemma, Cody? Yes, how do you feel about Dilemma? I I loved it. Every that was on Nellyville too. Every song on that's uh, yeah. just an absolute banger. You got Dilemma. You got Hot in Here. You got uh, Number yeah. One. You got Air Force Ones. Yeah. This this yeah. CD is I. So when I was young, um, two thousand and one, I remember waking up Christmas morning, and I had this uh, package like wrapped up and it was just like a block basically and i opened it up it was a stack of cds it was uh nelly uh avril lavigne pink and shakira oh, stop yes stop taste taste and i'll never is... forget how important that christmas gift was for me <laughs> That's so beautiful. Wait, who, get, who gifted that to you was it about. santa claus or was it a relative? uh no that was my mom yeah your mom oh, is. Shout out to your mom. I'm obsessed with her. That is so beautiful, so and also like, it's like her knowledge of mm-hmm. her knowledge of like different corners of pop, like in that foursome, is incredible. Because like she was like, okay, I'll get Shakira, but now oh, we gotta bounce out with some pink, and then I'm sure she's bouncing off that pink, and she's like, well, let's lean in more to Avril. And then mm-hmm. Nelly is just like to have that as the final ingredient. It's like you couldn't ask for a, a better array of music. The taste. The taste. 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 Your mom, her, I had imagine if she made playlists on Spotify, viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go viral. Viral, 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 viral. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I think Nelly music videos in that time were like really interesting. Like they, you could have like guest stars in a music video, and I guess you can now. Like Lil Nas X had like um, Vince Staples in his uh, music video, yeah. which was like it was a good music video. But like a music video will come out, and then the next week there's a new one out, so you don't talk about yeah. it. Anymore. Yeah. Whereas like in the early 2000s, it's like when a music video comes out, you're playing that music video on BET. For the next five years, and it's playing seven times a day. Yeah. Uh, with that said, what's your favorite Nelly music video? I know mine, hands down, is Dilemma because it didn't make any damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was like a story, right? Like they they pan mm-hmm, down mm-hmm. to the neighborhood, and then it's like credits yeah. roll and everything. Like they were going oh, yeah, full yeah. cinematic with that. Yeah. Um. So that was a really good one. Um. I mm. feel like that has to be the best one. I mean, like Air Force One is probably one of my favorite songs at that time, but mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. really just in a shoe store throwing around shoes, the St. Lunatics and him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even Grills. Like Grills is like the same. They're in a grill store. That was Nelly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smile for me, What you looking at? <laughs> I want to see your grills. You want to see my what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know something sad about the Air Force Ones yes. song? Yes. So they like wrote it and mm-hmm. we're like, oh my God, like this is our like song, did the mm-hmm. video and everything. And mm-hmm. then the sales for Air Force Ones obviously went yeah. up. Yeah. And then so Nelly and his team went to Nike and we're like, this was free advertising. Like mm-hmm. you should pay us for it. And Nike was like, no. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. They were like, why would we pay you? You already gave us the free advertising. Yeah, you, you did it without asking us. Like, you decided to do it. Did you expect payment when you did They should have at least, like, <laughs> yeah. given them, like, free Nikes. Or, like, an advertising yeah. deal. Uh, yeah. 
You know what? You're or right. A free that, pair of shoes. Or if, that year. <laughs> and Air Force Ones, oh my God, are expensive. That year, I remember everyone getting a Air Force Ones, and I had to settle with K Swiss. <laughs> I like didn't know what good shoes were until so late. Like people were wearing yeah. Air Force Ones in high school, and I was like, I don't get it. Like I was just wearing like the same pair of Converse that were like pea colored. Yeah, and also in high school, it was like for for girls, it was like you wear flats. <gasps> fat farms. <laughs> you wear flats. Yeah, fat farms too. Hell yeah, fat farms. I love that. You know what I love? How in TV show, like any high school TV shows, all like the girl characters wear like stilettos to school. Stilettos. <laughs> I, I thought I'd like, be doing that in some, high school. Imagine like people like what we know to be as teenagers, <laughs> like wearing stilettos to school. It's so stupid. Come on, in, high school, <laughs> in high school, if a girl wore stilettos, we'd be like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, people would want to try and push her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be like, what is going on? Why are you doing this? <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, but, man. Cody, so, like, Nelly did this, like, shape. Because, like, I feel like you had, like, a very form, like, a, mu- a formatively, whoa. I, my brain glitched. That was very very formative for your, like, musical trajectory growing up. Mm-hmm. Did that, like, inform the pop music you listened to? I mean... I feel like music for me, just based off of how I was presented music, and my mom always just loved pop, so I feel like in a way I grew up to know to only like music, ironically. (laughs) (laughs) To only like music, ironically. That's really interesting. Mm. I feel that. Yeah. I, I, I also... No, continue. I feel like, and it explains why I'm like obsessed with like snow and like these uh, the white rappers are just so bad, like Vanilla Ice and like Kazer. <laughs> yeah. If you remember Kazer, pedal to the metal. Kazer, oh my and he's like a wow. judo. He went to the Olympics for judo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I actually we had someone on my podcast uh, that was like mm. a professional wrestler that's still friends with Kazer. And he was like, you know, he still makes music. And I'm like, what? Like, under Kazer, he's like, no, he's the red light king now. And he makes music in Hamilton. So I listen to it. No. It's just very oh my bad God, rock. In Hamilton. But... Oh, I love that. Oh my God. I really love it when someone takes their career into their own hands. So like, have me. I'll just keep going. <laughs> like, it's very sweet. No one is standing behind them, and yet they persist. Oh, my really God. That is, I love when someone takes their career into their own hands. That's so pure. It's true, though. Like, yeah, that yeah. to make music that nobody's listening to, that that is, that's perseverance. But that's the purest art that form. Really is. It is. It really is. It's very sweet. But uh, I know. I know what you mean about listening, especially like a lot of the music we attach nostalgia for in the past. Like, if you listen to "quote unquote" earnestly now, it would be like if I like if I listen to like "I'm a Bee" by the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> in earnest now, like, <laughs> that would be like people would see that as a character flaw. But that said, it's still like you're still getting <laughs> enjoyment from it. Yeah. Like Nelly is still like if if you put on a hot like if you put on hot in here at a party, people mm. will go insane. And like that's yeah. a real mm-hmm. that's a genuine feeling, I think. Even if it's rooted in irony or not, it's like everyone's yes. still like having so much fun. 
which I love. And this is the thing. If you put on Chainsmokers, which is the equivalent mm. of, um, what's that band that did uh, the song with Katy uh, Perry? They had that song that was really problematic. Oh, Foster the People. Don't trust a hoe. Never trust a oh, hoe. Oh, 303. He goes. 303. Oh. Chainsmokers are the equivalent of 303. If I'm at a club and <laughs> yes. Chainsmokers comes on, I'm cussing out the DJ and yeah, leaving. But if bad. I'm at a club and 303 comes on, I am shaking my little, little big ass. The nostalgia that's there, it's like, yeah. I, I ironically, I didn't even ironically like that music as a child. It's like, I liked the music as a child because no. I was a child. Then as I started getting older, I was like, oh, this song is actually bad. I'll like it ironically. Yeah. And now it's come full circle where I'm back to liking it <gasps> for nostalgia purposes. The yeah. narrative. That's you know? so true. It really is a circle. That's my circle with Sean yeah. Paul. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but you cannot, you can, it's, it's like an inarguable fact that Temperature by Sean Paul is the greatest oh. song ever made. Listen. Yeah. Period. It's like, if that comes on, oh my God, just, I, Uh-oh. oh, uh, but like you're literally, it's like, I'm like, if that played at a club, or it's like, <laughs> it's the mood is electric. Oh my god, yes. we're all stomping. Like, <laughs> oh, I want to be the papa. You can be the mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, some guy said that to me in grade seven, and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> oh he just god. names all the lyrics. He's like, no green banana. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> He loves me. <laughs> oh my god, Cody! Is there a, a, a like a Nelly lyric that you just say all the time, or like Ooh, really yeah. sticks out to you? Uh oh, I use one in my like in my stand up. I have <gasps> I have like a Nelly stand up joke where like I'm under the light and I'm like oh like oh so nervous. I'm getting it's hot in here. It's like Nelly always says, "Got to get to stomping in my Air Force Ones." <laughs> oh my god, just that's the, funny! Just a, like, like Nelly always says, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I've heard Nelly speak twice. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, I love that. That's hilarious. Um, can we talk about the iconic moment in Dilemma where Kelly Rowland is texting Nelly in Excel? like Microsoft Excel and is upset as to why she's not getting a response from him. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> why'd you do that? That song. It's because you're making a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> They're working on a project together. <laughs> that song made me put all of my chips in on Kelly Rowland. I thought for sure she was going to be the breakout after that. Yeah. I was like, this wow. song's huge. And she had another song, uh, Oh, I forget what it's called. I remember the music video. She's in like a high school singing or like standing outside of a high school uh, for it. But I was like, whoa, this song's great. We got Dilemma here. Kelly Rowland (laughs) is I'm all in. If she is not the breakout, then I'm liking music ironically for the rest of my life. (laughs) Oh, my God. So Beyonce is the reason why you don't have a different relationship with music. I still have a chip on my shoulder for Beyonce. (laughs) I feel like, though, a lot of people had their sexual awakening to Kelly <laughs> Rowland because of the Dilemma video. Yeah. A lot of people were I rem- like, I would date her. Yeah. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. I remember because I had just switched to like a different middle school and <gasps> all the boys were like, come over, we're going to watch music videos. <laughs> and it was like dirty Christina Aguilera. And they're all having their like little tween boners. And they were like, <laughs> look at this music video <gasps> when like Dilemma came on. And I remember being like, I don't see what you guys see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm imagining little like teens getting turned on to Kelly Rowland in the dilemma video. <laughs> oh my god. Also hundred percent. But Aiden, like truly such a brag that you were the new kid in school and you're already being invited over for like <laughs> to watch music videos. An after school like, music video hang. Like, okay. Oh. That is also, so that is very I remember, like, yeah, well, I don't, like, watch... Mi- I, don't, I mean, yes, I do, but, like, not as much. But that was such an activity, was, like, going to it a friend's house and, like, watching, like, video after video after video. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because video shows were popular then, like, video countdowns. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. like, you want to know what the biggest song of the week is, because that, that means you're cool if you can ju- kind of just know what's going on in the zeitgeist. Mm. But I still do it with, like, when I was in Halifax with Aisha Brown... I'd go up to her apartment and we would just watch Mariah Carey, J Lo, oh, and so like watch music videos over and over again. It's I, it has to be like an age old, like uh, what you call it, hobby, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. this can't be something yeah. that ends with like millennials. Yeah. I'm sure kids are still doing that where they're just watching music. videos. But their music videos that they watch are probably so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not like all 100 of them. Gecks, like, Sorry, say that again. <laughs> like 100 Gex, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, we had God. our equivalent. We had our equivalent of 100 gecks. We had um, what's that uh, group? What would you feel for me? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say like sleigh bells or something. Not sleigh bells, but close to sleigh bells. You know the band I'm talking about. I'm not in love. I'm not in love. Oh, 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 oh. Is this, all, this all the time. Not Crystal Wait, Castles. No, no, no. Crystal It Castles. is Crystal Castles. Okay, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, that my God. Kind of like <gasps> Vanished. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Their music videos were weird, but we still watched That's them. true. No, you're right. You're right. But I mean, like, the tooth, like, the campiness and, like, Mm, the, the campiness. Like, a J-Lo music video with, like, the dancers and, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like, actually, you know what? I was I'm gonna stop I'm stopping myself and I'm backpedaling because mm-hmm. I feel like the whole like music video all about the dance and the performance was kind of gone. Yeah. But I feel like K-pop is very that like K-pop yeah, is K-pop and I don't, yeah. I'm not a K-pop person, but like I definitely am like yeah. very curious about that whole fandom and like that yeah. they're very much about the whole package, the look, the dance, dance yeah. the choreography. Yeah, yeah. That's very that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but a lot of um, suicides too. What? It's really sad. No, truly. <laughs> and no, and I, I I learned about this not too long ago. It's like an epidemic in like in K pop. <laughs> I just to be clear, we're not laughing no, at suicide. We're way. laughing at the breakneck. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, that truly, executed. My brain is my brain Never is fractured. Again. <laughs> Never again will you people say that I'm the Kool-Aid man of transitions. <laughs> the Kool-Aid man after of trans- that transition. The Kool-Aid man of transitions. Just bursting into a wall being like, and next. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's true. But I read the, I read this uh, article that was this journalist that was like, I've reported on 30 K-pop suicides in my career. Wow. And it's That's really, because th- the fandom is like really toxic. And I think the industry behind it is very yeah. like manicured and like they come up and like, 
really young and I it mm-hmm. probably like warps their perception of self to some extent. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched the like Blackpink documentary on Netflix and they were talking about how like it's like an entire industry, like a machine where they'll yeah. like they get taken out of school yeah. and they just like go to like pop star school basically yeah. where they have to do like numbers and they're talking about how competitive it is because like you like get evaluated all the time and like you know that like mm-hmm. when it's sad because like when you do well it means that someone else is getting like kicked out or like yeah. being groomed out of the program essentially. Uh. Well, there's this really cool I, I follow a few girls who are like fans of K pop and they'll like post like fan cams and like threads of like K pop girls being like like kind of go, going against the rules. Like there's this one video. I, I don't know her name for the life of me, um, but she's like in a press conference and she's making fun of the men who are fans of her. Like she's calling them ugly and like, <laughs> like she's basically being like they're gross because they're obsessed with me because I'm like selling like infantilized sexiness. Yeah. So like they should be ashamed of themselves. But there's okay, like a whole thread of like these clapbacks and I was like, okay, go off. We yeah. love to see agency. I <laughs> love that. Like those very radically different, but those videos of Little Mix what like openly hating their songs. <laughs> I like love they'll it. be like laughing, so they'll be like, oh my god, just like in between Wait, I do you think, Cody, do you think there's a song that Nelly really hates of his? Do you think cause I know like Nicki Minaj hates Starships and Anaconda. <gasps> Do you oh, think that Nelly has a song Starships. that he hates? Starships is a bad song. Yeah. I know, but it's so fun. Jump in my hoopty hoopty hoop. I own that. I own that. So fuck who you want and fuck yeah, you fuck like. You Dance like. all night. So There's no an insight. Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle little star. Little star. <laughs> <laughs> and at, like actively incorporating. Um, I like a nursery, a nursery rhyme. rhyme. <laughs> oh God, Cody! Sorry, Cody. Please um, go. <laughs> I like. I, I think like with Nicki Minaj though, like she was forced mm. into not doing her actual style. Like her before mm, she was yeah. signed, she was like really good. So um, good. And then she was forced into like more of like a poppy kind of world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I can see like her. She probably had a lot more studio than I think. Nelly would. I don't think anyone cared in like 2000. I think they just mm. wanted to make bad music and were passionate about it. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I remember Nelly in the later early 2000s, around like 2006 or something. Correct me if I'm wrong, Aiden, but he had this song, uh, Drop Down, Get Your Eagle On, and he was trying to make the eagle. Like a dance move. It's like oh. a dance move where you just like essentially like kind of oh, no. squat and spread your knees. And everyone was like, oh, this is your flop era, Nelly. This fucking sucks. <laughs> oh. What do you mean drop down and get your ego on? And then the music video was like everyone around like a bonfire and like a girl doing the dance. And it just looked very like cannibalist. It was just weird. Also like it was bonfire, like, a, eagle. Yeah. I'm getting kind of yeah. like Americ- Americana vibes. I'm getting kind of. It was weird. I don't like it. It was weird. <laughs> eagle is but also not every- fun. Like, that's not a fun yeah, animal. Everyone, yeah, everyone was like, Nelly, why did you do this? And it, it was also that era where everyone was like, you know, do the soldier boy, do the Dougie, do the cat daddy. And yeah. he was trying to throw in his his hat in the Yeah, ring. this and was 2004. 2004, yeah. Everyone was like, Nelly, what do you mean drop down and get your no, That was it, right it, after it, Nellyville, too. Like, that was probably the next yeah. CD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's hard, like, uh, after your uh, an album that really slaps, like, to come mm-hmm. back with a hit just as good. But, I mean, yeah. he ended up doing it with, like, I mean, he really changed his style with, like, 
the over and over with Tim McGraw or something mm-hmm. like that. <gasps> Tim McGraw, yeah, yeah, yeah. and th- yeah. that was yeah. that was a good song, and uh, it was mm. only just a dream. I think it is. It was so- yes, it was only just a dream. <sighs> I was that thinking was about later, you. Thinking think. about me. Uh, <laughs> is it called Gone? Oh, that song was a moment, wasn't it? It was a moment. I right. totally forgot. Ab, I genuinely forgot about that song until you started singing it. Literally, well, it, it, he did this candy burst thing where he's like, "I'm from the South. Like, I want to. I've grown up around country music, and country music is like inherently black. Yeah. So he was like, I want to dip my toes in that, and started making country and music, killed it. Which is so. Just I, a I dream, know. Two thousand and ten. Yeah. I know very little about Nelly, I'll be honest, but there are random factoids that I just, for some reason, harbor. <laughs> are locked <Yeah>. in. <laughs> they are locked in, yeah. Yeah. Do you think he'll ever have a comeback? He's in Ooh. Dances with the Stars right now. <gasps> oh, really? <laughs> I love how you say it, Dances with that. the Stars, like Dances with Wolves. It, what, <laughs> it, I don't know. It? It? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a inc- there, there are wild people on that show. Wasn't, like, Sean Spicer just on it or something? Sean Spicer. Yeah. And uh, Carol Baskins what? was on this season. Yeah. Carol Baskin. Every time yeah. someone says Carol Baskin, the only thing I think of is Carol Baskin. <laughs> Killed her husband. <laughs> the savage version of Carol Baskin. <laughs> Killed Carol Baskin. Killed this slugged him. Smacked him. Oh my god. That's so oh funny. Oh my god, it's so Oh my stupid. god. Is he doing well on, on, on Dances with the Stars? He's in the semifinals. Oh. We semifinals. Shut up. He was safe. Oh. He was safe. Wow. Oh my god. Okay, wow. I'm literally like rooting for Nelly. Yeah. Well And he can dance. Yeah. I'm I'm sure like in his music he has rhythm for like, sure, but the thing big. is like they yeah. have to do like stupid dances on like Foxtrot and stuff on that show, mm-hmm. which is like, mm-hmm. and can I say something? Yes. Ballroom dancing is just like a lot of it's boring. Like the waltz isn't it, exciting. Yeah. yeah, even like a lot yeah. of the Latin American ballroom, like I love a salsa or whatever. I love a mambo, mm-hmm. I love a tango, but you know what I don't like the pasodoble. And I've never liked the pasodoble because the whole style of the dance revolves around just one singular premise that the man is a bullfighter and the woman is a cape. And like, that's just the story of like every dance. And on So You Think You Can Dance, Mm. there would always be like premises behind every dance. But then whenever it would be a pasodoble, the choreographer would be like, well, you know, like man, bullfighter, woman, cape. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not an exciting narrative. (laughs) And that is all I have to Uh, say on that. Do you do you remember that song that Nelly was it Nelly? It was like that song that's like uh oh 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 is that Nelly? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Wait, I think so. Is it? Wait, I'm gonna listen to it and see. Cause I remember singing that song constantly when I was six. That's loud. And being like, I'm gonna make music like this when I grow up. I thought I was like it. It triggered me into wanting to be a musician. Did you ever want to make music like Nelly, Cody? Um, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, Nelly hit hard for me. It was like, mm-hmm. for me growing up, Nelly and then like that pack of CDs is a big thing. Like that's my, that's when I think of music, I think of that Christmas gift. But also mm-hmm. I think of my first parental advisory CD that I bought on my <gasps> own mm-hmm. when I wasn't old enough was the 50 cent one with In the Club. <gasps> Yes. Iconic. Uh, Cody. Uh, the one How with the old red were you? Um, oh, 
God. That would have been like 2001 too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That uh, was the one with 21 questions yeah, on it, right? Yeah, which, amazing. Girl. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I had to have been like nine. I was like nine. And I went into Music mm-hmm, World on my mm-hmm. own and just bought it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Did they say anything to yeah, you? Yeah, they sold it to me and I felt like yeah. a king. <laughs> That's really sweet. You were wearing your that crown. Album, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are- that album was huge for uh, 50 Cent though because I remember uh, a bunch of music videos coming from that album. There was uh, 21 Questions. Get Rich or Die yep. Trying. Yeah, there was 21 Questions. Um, there was... Um, in oh the club, um, in the club. I don't think patiently waiting was like a big one, but I really liked that one. Mm. I remember. Yeah, the other one that was like um, many men. Yep. Wish death <laughs> upon me. Yes, many men. <laughs> that was the year I wanted to be from New York. <laughs> that was the year I wanted to be from New York. Oh my god! Because New York was really on and popping with all the fucking singles that were coming out of it, yep. and I was like, yes, I am a part of a Murder Squad or whatever <laughs> <laughs> the group was. <laughs> oh my god, PIMP. Yeah, PIMP. Yes, oh I don't know what. But you can't. Okay. Also, during this time, that album was so big that every Nigerian movie featured a song from, from Fifty Cent. Like every Nigerian movie that took place in modern times in the city, if they were in a club or if they were driving down the street, you could guarantee there was a song by Fifty Cent in it. I love that because he was just so popular. Like, like um, even Genyan rappers started dressing like him. Kind of. It was. It was really. A <laughs> I always yeah. thought he was hot. Yeah, I didn't understand. You know what's really funny? That just reminded me of this tweet where someone was like, if I got shot nine times and didn't die, you can guarantee I'd be an asshole. Let 50 Cent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I totally get that. Like when he pushed JL into the pool in America's Next Top Model, I was like, she was annoying him. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's also funny to be shot nine times and then continue to be annoying as if <laughs> someone's not willing to shoot you at least one more. Well, he's untouchable now. Like, like that's why he's such a piece. That's why like he's so problematic. He's really mean to all his exes. Yeah. He's just like a problematic father, like not a good guy. And he can he feels like he can do that because think about how much success he had so early on in his mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Like he was really popping off. Did Nelly have early success or wasn't until Nellyville to N- like he No, he had a song before he had the album before that that had like country grammar on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um country grammar was Yeah, good. so I feel like he had to have been pretty young too. Mm-hmm. How old is he now? Yeah. On Dancing with the S. Ooh. <laughs> How old is he now? He is forty six. Okay. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. He's performed at the Super Bowl twice. Oh, really? What years? Um, <laughs> he performed at Super Bowl X X X V I I I. Oh yes, what? of course. <laughs> Which one is that one? I don't read Roman numerals. This isn't Shakespeare. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know. That was the one where they threw the ball and it um, went, and they got a point. Yes, and, For and real? the team won. Yeah. Oh my god, that's really. So funny. this was the. It was in two thousand and four. And it was the infamous uh, Janet Jackson halftime <gasps> show. Oh. Nelly was there for that? Yeah. Nelly was there? Yeah. <gasps> he, 
So it was Janet, Justin Timberlake, P. Did- P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Jessica Simpson. <gasps> Kid Rock? This is the most... Okay, That's why was Janet Jackson among these people? She's a queen. Why was she among these people? <laughs> it literally is 2004 words. <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> that would be the equivalent of like today, like Miley Cyrus, Beyonce... Um, members from like uh, the Chainsmokers and like Billy Eilish. <laughs> oh my god! The Super Bowl. Well, you almost were describing insane. that iconic Live Aid performance. <laughs> oh my god! That Live Aid performance. Beyonce and Miley side by side. Looked like looked like La Cienega Boulevard Desert's <laughs> grandfather's hair. Why was that short wig so vol- voluptuous? A short wig shouldn't be voluptuous like that. Kitty wigs, pussy wigs aren't that voluptuous. <laughs> She like teased a kitty wig. (laughs) There were too many people on that stage. Too many. And they were all rifting at different. It's literally you were walking into like an an audition. Like that's what it was. Mm -hmm. It was just a bunch of singers preparing their own way. It was bad. Okay. Are you ready for the next? The other one that he did? What? So the other Super Bowl that he performed at. He, he was contribute. He was a contributing artist to "Walk This Way," which was performed by Aerosmith, InSync, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly. Mary J. Blige. <laughs> wow, Mary J. Blige. She was on that stage. She kicking. was like, "Why am I here?" <laughs> oh God. I'm oh always happy God. when Mary J. works, though. Me too. Always. She was, she's, of she was and she was really good in in that movie. What was it called? Oh, I forgot. It came out like a couple Well, years. clearly she wasn't that good if you can't remember. <gasps> but you're right. But it came out on Netflix. Like Carrie, Mel- Carrie Mulligan was in a... I don't know. I yeah, like Carrie look. Mulligan. It was so long ago, Aiden. But that's all to say that I love MJB. <laughs> we do. We still stand. Do you think Do you think Nelly will ever have a comeback? Do you think he's going to release new music anytime soon? Maybe after he wins Dancing with the Star. He's... Hmm. He's just not like in early two thousands. You could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Now he's just mm-hmm. not good enough of a yeah. of a rapper to kind of Real. break through. Like everyone is so good now, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. think yeah. that his is like too poppy and like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think he ever really like he went away from rap. If anything. So yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. don't think that he has like a place in today's music. I feel that because yeah. even his style, like rap now, it's like the cadence of rap. Like uh-huh. like rap has just evolved so much from when he was first doing it. And I think he was already kind of like the Florida of <laughs> yeah. rap for a bit. And let's talk about how Florida's name is just Florida. Florida. <laughs> his name is Florida. <laughs> Uh, so Florida. I anyway. think maybe Nelly, because like, yeah, you're right. Especially like the rap genre is so, like there's so many artists that like, yeah, to really stand out, you have to be like, like really everyone's good. young. And also like everyone's, everyone's young, young mm-hmm. and everyone is almost yeah. like, a, like anyone who's like killing it now is almost like a rap savant. I'm actually not sure if that word is problematic or not. Um, <laughs> where it's like where it's like it's truly you have to be at almost like a genius level where you know what I mean <laughs> but um, I think Nelly could maybe come back with a novelty album 
is what mm-hmm. I was going to say. I thought you were going to say a novel. A novel! <laughs> well, that too. Okay, maybe an autobiography. <laughs> or a young mm-hmm. adult novel. If all of the Saint Lunatics come together <gasps> for one super album, maybe then together they can make something that will stand the test of time. Cody! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes! Mm-hmm. And you, you know, it's, you know, I'm also thinking about what probably made Nelly so popular in the time when he was popular is that, um, you know, Outkast, at, I think it was the BET Awards, they got booed off the stage because they were like, the South got something to say. Like, this is it's enough. New York, we get mm-hmm. it. We get it. We get it. Like, y'all gave us your your music, whatever. But now the South has something to say. Everyone was really, like, uplifting, like, Southern music. Like, that's when UGK was really popular, too. I'm wondering if, like, um, we really put him on just because we're like, let the South speak. <laughs> <laughs> and not because he was, I don't know. I don't know. I'm wondering if, like, I'm just nostalgic for those moments where I experienced Nelly's music or like if his music was actually mm. good or not. Like I have to ask my older cousins how they, I'm sure yeah. Cotton here was like phenomenal. Like it was a big hit, but I'm wondering if they view Nelly the same way I viewed him growing right. up. Right. You know? Ooh, that's yeah. interesting. I think too, like if you're to look at that era and like uh, people are still like, I don't think Andre 3000 is making music, but Big Boy is still making music, and he's still really good, but, like, you don't hear from mm-hmm. him at all because, like, yeah. he's old, I think, is the thing. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Eminem's yeah. trying, and, like, he's he's just trying to be faster, <laughs> I think. And he put himself That's in a song... That's an hot coffee pot! <laughs> he did, That's like, so a song with Busta Rhymes that just came out, and it's, like, he's just trying yeah. to prove he's the fastest or something? fastest well it goes back to like this i remember in first year i was friends with this guy who was turned out to be an actual piece of shit and he was trying to convince me that eminem was a good rapper because he watched a youtube video where some guy who studied shakespeare said that (laughs) eminem is a good rapper because of his rhyme scheme and because of how fast he is and i was like you think that's what rappers <laughs> calculate their success by? By whether or not some dude who is steady That's also such like a white person way to like qualify yeah. whether something's good. Well, actually, yes. like the mathematics. Um, it's mathematically, like, okay, like I was like, I've never once shaken my ass. To Eminem, no, I refuse to. I, I like truly. To. I, only, I can't like yeah. name a single Eminem song except for that one. Mom spaghetti. At how much? I'm. I'm really. Eminem's most famous song, Mom spaghetti. And actually, I do know one song because Pink, Pink was featured on it, and it would always play on the radio. Oh, and then there's the, that Rihanna one too. There's two Rihanna ones, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah. <gasps> oh, there are two Rihanna ones. I think I only know the love, the way you lie. Love. I can't tell you how it feels. <laughs> I can only tell you what it feels like. And right now, it's still nice. You're just gonna stand here and hear me cry. Abba, we should cover. We should cover that song. But you doing Eminem and me doing Rihanna. <laughs> I'm for this. I'm for this. But Rihanna's 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 verse in that is iconic. It is. I iconic, saw yeah. someone at a monologue slam in Toronto. <gasps> Doing song. that mm-hmm. song as their oh monologue. <laughs> <laughs> and I was oh. horrified. 
No, was there like house. any level of irony, or was it like pure? He was earnest? giving it his all, like putting <laughs> everything into this. Like he was trying to break tears. Uh, the judges had no idea what it was from. They were like, "I'm, I don't know what that piece is from, but it's odd." Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! So they didn't know where it was from, and they're like, "Not only do I know, not know where it's from." So that's a perfect Eminem is bad test. They had no idea who he was, mm. and they heard an Eminem, and they didn't. But like it's it. also just that's really bad funny. to do a monologue that rhymes. Thank you. Yeah. I was gonna say it's such a. It's, you might as well write your own monologue. Yeah. Like it's literally <laughs> like actor death to do a song as a monologue. That's so stupid. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, it's worse than doing the the monologue that's like I ate the divorce papers. <laughs> and if you've ever had to do an audition, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> if you search up female monologue, it's the first thing that pops up. Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, were there other people in the audience during that Eminem monologue that were like, oh my god, like discovering it halfway through and like making eye contact being like we're- like, did you I have, like... I love the way you lie. Yeah. Like, there had to be people being like, what is going on? I here? felt like I was the only one. I'm like, this is Eminem. <gasps> this is Eminem. Everyone, <laughs> this is Eminem. Don't applaud him. <laughs> <laughs> this was your Ember's, Ember's new clothes. <laughs> you saw right through the facade and nobody mm-hmm. nobody would believe you. Yeah. Everyone just oh, thought it was a facade. Or, like, just uh, bad. They just thought it was bad. <laughs> I knew mm-hmm, why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god that is profound oh they just thought god. it was bad but you knew why mm. it was bad like that's the same reason why people don't perform poems <gasps> as monologues because it's just like yeah. it's doing a monologue is already so emotionally vulnerable yes. and people are paying all the attention to you to have the audacity to rhyme while doing no. something so vulnerable it's it makes it stupid yeah. like it, it's no. not good <laughs> oh my god like like have you ever been to a poetry slam Listen, honey. I mean, yeah. Uh, I once went to a poetry slam. Like I used like a to competition, do them, and the stakes yeah. were high. And like, if I like now wish I had seen like a school's poetry team. I don't know what they were called. Perform an Eminem yeah. song, and just have the judges be like, "That was incredible." Well, I mean, when I used to do them, I do them comedically. Like, I do comedy. You, yes, ones. you do like, com- comedic like slam poetry, but it wouldn't be like explicitly comedic it would be like this is a situation that affects all of us as black people but i'm gonna make jokes about it but then people would be there Mm. like crying like doing a poem about like rosa parks and it was Uh, awkward yeah for everyone it's hard to integrate like comedy with like oh my god sorry this is like this is radically off topic but i once like hosted a show no i did a show in montreal this was so so long ago and it was a mcgill show that was for it was like a mental health like benefit awareness something and yeah. it was like me and my friend booked on it, and yeah. all the whole lineup was like speakers, poets, like, and it was like heavy, like people talking about like yeah. their their traumatic past, and like people crying in the audience. I was crying, mm-hmm. like everyone was upset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like we had to go on and like I had to do silly jokes about like pfft, like farting, like, I, and I also don't have jokes about like mental health, and nobody was laughing, and if anything, no like people laughing. were looking at me being like. How dare you? Like disgrace well, our event. That's, it was terrible. That's the producer's fault. That's the producer's fault. It was a producer's fault, but they did pay a lot because it was a university gig. 
Well, and that's the tea. So then I said, thank you. And I took my free cookie because, yes, I got a free cookie. It was chai, a chai cookie. And I got out of there. You said, thank you, bye. I said, thank you, bye. And then I farted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And lastly, what's okay. So the early 2000s was literally it was people thought the world was going to end in 2000. (gasps) And when it didn't, they're like, we're going to dress like we survived the apocalypse. And I remember Busta Rhymes had crazy outfits that were so cool. They were really like really like androgynous, Mm -hmm. really fucking cool costumes that he would wear on the red carpet. Are there any Nelly looks that really stick out to you? Only picture Nelly in like a white beater and like sweatpants. (laughs) Literally, I only, exactly, I see him shirtless with really baggy pants, his underwear showing, and then the baby. Like that was, imagine that that's your like look. Like that, he didn't have to do anything. No, he was like, "I'm gonna wake up and leave the house." The band aid was the thing. He just had to worry about yeah. having that, and then he was fine. Yeah. He didn't have to. Yeah, everyone just knew him by if you just put a band aid on a CD yeah. cover and the whole background was just nothing. It was just plain with a band aid. You would know exactly who mm-hmm. it was. Exactly. Wow. He really he he's lucky that he came out. That he was born the year he was born. Because yeah. if he tried to do music now, if he tried to do music now, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is, yeah. I love that statement. You are quite lucky to be born the year you were born because this would not work, girl. This would not fly. This would not okay? fly if you were born a couple years later. 1974. Lucky year. Lucky year. <gasps> that lucky is a beautiful year. year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you're six, it's already the 80s, and you can have real fun. <gasps> Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. Cocaine. By the time you're six, you can Drugs. have all the drugs you want. Exactly. The purest cocaine was in the 80s. So. Yes, and it was everywhere, so I'm told. It was everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. In the tap water, even. You run the... Well... <laughs> Oh my god, Cody! You are—you have been a Nelly historian. Not only that, a white rapper scholar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Thank have you. been, mm-hmm. and I really do feel like your your four albums, your four, mm-hmm. your final four, mm-hmm. your Shakira, your Pink, your Nelly, your mm-hmm. Avril. Yeah, Avril. I think that that proves to me that you are part of your nostalgia. That's like the most nostalgic thing I've ever heard. You're a freak. You're an F-R-E-A-Q-U-E. Freak. A freak. Thank you. And we stand. And we stand. And thank you for threatening threatening us that we that we'd be in trouble. I forget the exact wording, but we'd be in big trouble or, or something if we didn't have a Nelly episode. So thank you for getting us <laughs> getting us out of that trouble. And I I need people to be more proactive like Cody because Cody came in here and he said why have you not done a Nelly episode? And he took it upon himself. And, you know, we need people to come in with that same gumption. So we do. <gasps> I love that word. Gumption. Ooh, Cody, that's what you have. Gumption. Thank you. Gumption and moxie. Oh, yes. I'm moxie. I love speaking different languages. <laughs> <laughs> but, Cody, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Um, any parting words of wisdom? Hmm. No, I, I, I think like, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> just check out Spook Podcast as Please. well. Um, I do want to plug uh, something that I've never mentioned to a Ben about the first time we met. 
Stop. Um, so we were doing an improv show where it was duos, okay. and River, uh, our mutual friend, yes, said, yeah. uh, "Oh, you did a show with Ben," and I was like, "Oh, what did like did Ben uh, say anything? Say anything about me?" And they were like. No, uh, Ben just talked about how hot your partner was. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, who was your partner? Story. It was uh, former uh, from. He's like, he's one of the co-hosts of the podcast that's never there. But it's uh, Kerton yeah. Hewitt who was in like Scott Pilgrim versus mm-hmm. the World and stuff. He was a sub-in oh, partner. Nice. <laughs> I need to like. I need to remember this. I need to. Fi- I need to find him. Oh, that's really funny. Is he still hot, Cody? <laughs> I mean, that's for you to decide. I was just waiting for compliments, and I finally got them at the start of this podcast for the first Cody. time. Oh, <laughs> Cody, we're always complimenting you. We're like we're like parents who mm. have had bad childhoods. We just can't say it to your face. <laughs> we say it behind your back. We say to everyone, you know that, Cody. And Cody, guess what? You were hot then, you're hot now, and guess what? You're going to be hot forever. Yeah. And that's a fact. Because guess what? You're a Libra, bitch. Yes, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) The strongest backpedaling we've ever done. I also um, love how River um, truly outed me in that way. (laughs) River, you got some splitting to do. We're going to be in a fight. No, JK. I love that. And I also love, I love when, like, friends know friends. That just makes me happy. There, I said it. Sue me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Cody, our very hot Libra guest. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for bringing your, imparting your Nelly wisdom onto us and our guests. I truly learned so much today. Thank you yeah. for uh, having me. I'm glad I've done the podcast. One of my favorite podcasts. Oh, it's so with, sweet. Uh, oh. My favorite people here. And no. um, I got to bring up Snow, too. So that was good. Yes. Uh, oh, my I'm God. Yeah, snuck him in there. So you don't have to do a Snow episode now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for that, for that game. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> they might come after you after talking about that. I I am worried about that. I've uh, been keeping that story secret for all this time because I was scared that they would come for me. But now I think maybe it's been enough time. Maybe Snow's in a new yes. gang. I don't know. Yes. But maybe he's president. So <gasps> Hopefully. Oh my. No, you're I'm, president. I'm so, you're president. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but thank you so much, Cody. We really appreciate it. Make sure you listen to Spooked. Make sure you uh, follow Cochrane on all yes. socials. And also, you know, le- like, comment, subscribe. Um, yes. Uh, both to Spooked, both to Nostalgique. And uh, yeah, just like follow us on socials and Ooh, be yes. nice to us. And be nice to us. And truly, ratings yeah. and reviews, are they, they do a lot. So just they leave feed on. our children. Yes, they, they feed, feed our, our children, children. And, and Michael's children too. And get and this children, children of the world because I sponsor foster children globally. I don't. I don't. I should though. <laughs> anyway, Cody, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Cody. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Mwah, love you. Bye. Bye. And I'll cut there.
Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. Bye. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!